Hello there again, my brother, and welcome to MMU Monday. Now, what is the MMU? It is the mental muscle-up. Five simple yet powerful questions that will take you from inspiration to integration in order to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Now, let's get right to it. All right, my brothers, welcome to the first installment of MMU Mondays. Are we going to be doing this for a long time? I'm not sure. We're going to find out what you think about it. But full disclosure, shout out to my man, Philip, of course, because I'm 100% stealing this from you because Philip has a little segment he calls Quick Wits, which is, to me, fucking brilliant. And if you haven't checked that out, go over to Wits and Weights and check out his Quick Wits episode because they're just super short little gems. And mine definitely aren't going to be as short. I can tell you that much already because you guys know how I do. I like to elaborate on things and go side note and side note squared. That being said, I better jump into this right away. So the MMU, like I said, it's those five questions. We're going to be tackling them in detail today. And we're going to be stealing a quote from episode 102 of Inspired by Impact when I have my brothers Traver Boehm, Andrew Romeo, and Di Manuel on there because... oh. I pulled out 24 notable quotables, but there was one there was one that seemed very, very relevant for what is going on in my world today. So you're going to see just how relevant that is. Side note, if you are the type of brother who is looking for purpose and is wondering what your purpose is, or maybe you have an idea and an inkling what it is. Or maybe you have a really good idea of what it is. This one could potentially shift your perspective dramatically. And I say that because I am somebody who definitely would have put myself in the category of really knowing what my purpose is. But I've made that mistake so many times. Knowing or thinking that I knew what my purpose was only to be completely fucking wrong. And not that I'm wrong with this one, but as you're going to see, there was a massive perspective shift. So let's get right into it. So the first question inside of the MMU is, what is your situation? Actually, I got to back up. We got to talk about what area of the prep work we're talking about first. And of course, we're going to be talking about purpose here. Not of course, but that's what we'll be doing. Side note. Here's our first side note. You're going to notice when you do the MMU that um, a lot of time you're going to be supersetting. In other words, or these are going to be compound lifts. In other words, it's going to involve multiple areas of the prep work. This one definitely involves relationship health and fitness as well as purpose health and fitness. But let me get into the what is your situation and here's what I said. It's been brought to my attention on numerous occasions as of late that my purpose isn't actually my purpose. And to think of it as such is, in a way, very narcissistic. Now, I've been thinking of the journal as my journal. I've been thinking of the podcast as my podcast. It's clear to me now that this has been what has limited me from actually fulfilling the purpose. So, that being said, one of the things that was a challenge for me when I was writing this out was going from this idea of the purpose or of my purpose to the purpose. Now, question number two, what is your notable quotable? And this one came from Traver. 
inside the episode. And I'll play it for you right now, and then we'll get back and I will dissect this thing a little bit more. Like we want to go through hard shit with each other. There's a reason why we look back on the teams we were on and be like, those are my that's my fucking family. Because we went through hard things together and came out okay. So I think a part of us are, is craving that as men right now, craving it. Because it just takes a tiny little sliver of that closet door opening before everyone's got their hand up. Like, hey, let me share, let me share, let me share. So for context, what we were talking about, there was vulnerability and how do you get men to open up? And Traver suggested that, you know what? You got to do it first. You got to do it first. But here's the part of that that I want to emphasize that I'm using for question number two. What is your notable quotable? Quote, there's a reason why we look back on the teams we were on and be like, that's my fucking family. Because we went through hard things together and came out okay. So I think part of us is craving that as men, end quote. And I have to throw in something else here that Traver said. Um, he was quoting somebody else in the podcast. But this is definitely worth adding to this because the two kind of play on each other. And this is what he said, quote, The definition of intimacy is going through something hard with somebody and coming out okay, end quote. That being said, since we have question number two done, what is your notable quotable? Now we have to go into question number three. What is your transformation? In other words, we list four things that we don't want and four things that we do want. One of the things that I have found, and I'll say this over and over again, is if you want to get crystal clear on what you do want and you're not quite sure what that is, we're all really good at listing the shit that we don't want. So start there and just write down the fucking opposite. So here we go. Four things. What's the first thing I don't want? Well, I don't want to do this alone. And by this, I mean purpose fulfillment, which means I do want to join in this with my brothers. The second thing I don't want is I don't want to make this all about me. I'm fucking terrible for that. I am so bad at making this all about me and thinking that I need to do this all by myself, which means I do want to make this about the purpose. Now, I'm going to start going into this tangent I was talking about earlier with regards to purpose and looking at it through a completely new perspective. The purpose instead of my purpose. I believe, I truly, truly, truly believe inside of me right now that the purpose is just about connecting men with other men to help them become better men. That's it, because that has played such a fucking profound role in my life in terms of me dealing with suicide, depression, anxiety, me getting better inside the gym, me being a better partner for Jenny Lee, me being a better brother for my brothers, and me just ultimately living what I would feel right now is my most exciting and fulfilling life that I've ever fucking lived. That being said, I have to make this about the purpose, not my purpose, because I am here to serve that purpose. I didn't, I didn't pick this out necessarily. I don't know if it picked me. I just know that when I feel my best, this purpose is getting served and I am playing what I believe a critical role in it. Now let's get back to the don'ts. We got two more. I don't want to be my own critic. This one's controversial. Which means I do want to let the world be my critic. Side note. Two reference points I'm going to give here. 
Number one, shout out to my brother, Jay Stamatelos, who you're going to hear on episode number 104. And then he's coming back on in December as well. Uh, yesterday, I had a really good conversation with him because I was having issues with my purpose, with regards to fulfilling my purpose. That's how I was referring to it then. And he said, Carl, you know what? You can't make these decisions all on your, on your own. Like you don't know. This isn't going to be just about you. This is going to be, you're going to have to put something out there and see what others have to say about it. And then today, as I was listening to, uh, shit, hold on. I definitely need to look this up because I don't want to butcher his name. I believe it's Jimmy Carr. It's either Jimmy Carr or James Carr. Anyways, Jimmy Carr, who was on the Modern Wisdom uh, podcast. And he talked about outsourcing your critic. And he talks about how comics, that's what they do. They have a joke and they think it's going to be fucking hilarious. And yet if they say it to the crowd and the crowd doesn't respond, well, guess what? You're ditching the joke, right? Because your job as a comedian is to fucking make people laugh. So if you think something's funny, but the audience doesn't laugh, you're not going to keep telling that same joke because you're going to be out of fucking business. And so I'm going to dive into a little bit more about what that means for me here in the inspiration portion of this. But the last don't, I don't want to tell instead of ask. In other words, I don't want to be telling people what to do. I don't want to be telling people how to do it, which leads us to the do part. I want to ask and look for the evidence. What that means to me is I want to ask questions surrounding how I'm going about fulfilling this purpose and then look for evidence as to whether or not that fucking purpose is being fulfilled. Because if I am just telling people what they should do, if I'm saying do the MMU, if I'm saying these are the questions, sure, the MMU has literally saved my life and it has enhanced my life so many fucking, in so many different ways. But who am I to say that you need to be doing the MMU? And if you go back to my podcasts, I, I probably can't even count how many times I've said you need to do this, right? It's a suggestion. And actually, side note squared here, that reminds me, in my classes, I would joke about this like when I was teaching TRX classes. Or it could be large group boot camps too. When I was demoing the exercises, I had a, I had a statement that was like 50-50 truth and joke. It was everything I'm telling you is just a suggestion. So say for example, one of the things that I would tell people, here's the principle we're following today, finish your sets. Finish your sets because I would have a timer that would be counting down over the speaker. And a lot of times when the three, two, one beeps go at the end of a set, as soon as people hear the first beep, it's almost like they're holding out for that first beep and they want to quit right there because that to them is a signal that the set is over. I'm like, fuck no. When you hear that final long beep with the timer going off. So three, two, one, done. When you hear that last beep, that is when the set is over. Now, did I tell everybody you have to fucking do this? Of course not. But I made suggestions based on what they came to the class for saying, if you want to get the most out of this class, I suggest you finish your set. So I'm suggesting the MMU here. Speaking of which, let's get to question number four. What is your inspiration? And here's what I wrote down. I said, what's amazing to me is that it's taken me this fucking long to take my next big step. I say that because this could be the last step or at least one of the last ones. For all I know, 
the journal or training manual that I've been swearing by, developing, and leveraging for the past six plus years could be fucking useless to anyone else. I don't know. That's why I need my brothers here. I know the purpose that is coming through me is to connect connect men with other men who will help them become better men. How or what that looks like right now, I can't possibly know. So going back to the what is your transformation and asking and looking for the evidence, again, if I get some brothers to test out the MMU with me and do a 14-day boot camp with it or a 21-day boot camp with it, I don't know. It could come back and be like, Carl, this is fucking useless. It doesn't work for me. It's like, oh, well, whatever. It could, it could be the equivalent of burpees, right? I love burpees. I fucking love doing burpees. Most of the population doesn't, so I might be alone there. I don't know. My guess is I'm going to find some brothers that, that jive with this shit too. So question number five. This is the most important question. Ah. You're going to hear me go back on that quite a bit. I, I, I can't say which is the most important one, but here is why I am going to side on the fact that this could be the most important question here because it's all about action. And I'm actually, I looked at a post from George at the Tin Men today on Instagram, like check out my Instagram at Ignite the Impact for, uh, for this story because it, it's fucking beautiful. He's talking about, I'll read the title of the post. He says, behind the talk and the tears. And he's, George, if you don't know, he's a boys and men's advocate. So he's all about helping boys and men come out of the shadows and get the fucking help that we need. So he says, in quotes, men can cry. And then he goes on to say, yes, thank you, we know, but kind words are not enough. It's time for all of us to do the hard work to unpack the harmful social conditioning that has stolen men's tears for generations. And there's a couple other slides in here that really stood out for me that are very relevant to today's MMU. This is the second one says, quote, men can cry is about as effective as telling a woman who's uncomfortable in her body, don't be insecure, end quote. And I used to do that all the fucking time with Jenny Lee, with past girlfriends. Oh, you don't need to worry about the way you look like that's just stupid. It's stupid. And if, if you're trying to tell your significant other that just fucking stop. Now, here's the next one. He says, quote, men can talk. We appreciate this sentiment too. But please remember the words of emotional literacy from which men have been deprived is an unknown language that many men have never been taught. Learning a new language takes time and patience and emotional literacy is no difference, end quote. And then finally, he says this, and this is something that when I, when I had him on my podcast, he mentioned as well. He said, Quote, of course, we want more men to talk. Many more are every day. But as friends, family, communities, politicians, and public service professionals, we all, we all have to do better to listen, ask, and act. End quote. Listen, ask, and act. That is what I'm going to fucking drill home hard right now because that's why I say this last question, what is your integration? is the most important question because it takes you from listening to acting or from listening and asking to acting. So ash actually taking action. That shit's hard to say all in one. Side note squared here. I don't know if this is a side note or side note squared anyways. This is why I recommend the MMU as fiercely as I do. Because if you think about those three steps, listen, Ask and act. 
what is the MMU? It is you listening to yourself. It is you asking yourself. And then it is you taking action on the things that you've listened and asked. That is what the MMU is. It will always lead to one small, specific, and simple step that you will schedule and share, ideally in the next 24 hours. But we start off with the I am statement because when we link this up to our identity, the power of it becomes a lot more powerful, I guess I could say. All right, so what is your integration? Well, for me, the I am statement inside of Purpose Health and Fitness is always going to be, not always, the vast majority of the time, I am a motherfucking connector. But remember, this is a compound exercise, the compound set or superset if you want. We're doing relationship health and fitness here as well. I don't have this written down, but this is my standard relationship health and fitness I am statement. I am the king, my queen, myself, and my brothers deserve. I am the king, my queen, myself, and my brothers deserve. So that being said, what is the small, specific, and simple step that I'm scheduling sharing? Well, today at 8 p.m., I am committed to entering into, the, entering into the call with my brothers from the perspective of learning more about what this purpose could look like if my brothers and I formed a team. And then, of course, doing an MMU on the call. Now, I absolutely have to share something with you that... And it's a text from one of the brothers who's going to be on the call tonight. So background on that, I've invited six of my closest and dearest brothers to hop on a call tonight and go over episode 102. We've each picked out a notable quotable and we're just going to discuss it. And the reason why I want to do that is because I want to bring other brothers on this journey with me, but I also want to connect the amazing fucking brothers I have in my life with those other brothers that they hear me talking about all the time, but they've never actually gotten to meet necessarily. So... I get home from the gym and right before I'm about to hit record and hop on the mic here, I get a message from one of the brothers who's going to be on the call. Shout out to Papa Dano. And he, he texted me this. He said, quote, my man, can you help me understand something I'm noticing? Doing my pre-work for tonight's convention with the guys, hearing the discussion on men's health, Focusing on purpose specifically, I find myself thinking about this event as if your mission belongs to the two of us. I feel this breathtaking excitement that feels exciting and nervousness together like a singer must feel before a big performance. I don't feel like I have tickets to the concert. I feel like I'm in the band. End quote. <laughs> And that's fucking Papa Deno for you. Like he is so fucking eloquent with his words. He's like a modern day Shakespeare. It's fucking beautiful. But what really struck me about that was that here's this brother who has been in the trenches with me for several years now. We have been through highs and lows, ups and downs. Like you talk about intimacy being defined as you going through hard shit together and coming out on the other end okay. The first person I think about is Jenny Lee for sure because we have 100% done that. But I would have to say one of the next people, if not the next person in line, would be fucking Papadeno. Because we've been through so fucking much together. Here's a guy who totally called me on my shit when I was about to bail on everybody. And he's like, fuck you, motherfucker. You made a promise to me and I'm sticking, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm holding you accountable to that. So, anyways, as I said, 
definitely going to be a lot longer than <laughs> Phillips Quickwits. However, shorter than my other episodes. I'm thinking maybe next time I'll try to keep it really short because even 20 minutes is pushing a little bit, but this is a little Actually, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm going to I'm going to take as long as needs to be taken to do these MMUs. If it turns out I can get this done in 10 minutes, great. I'll get it done in 10 minutes, but I like hopping on the mic. This is very fulfilling to me, and this is an amazing outlet for me. So I'm not going to shrink that down if it doesn't feel like it needs to be shrunk down. So anyways, again, shout out to my man, Philip, for inspiring me to do this. Shout out to my brothers who are going to be on the call today, and shout out to you, my brother, for hopefully finding your notable quotable from episode 102, which you can also hear three or six more in episode 103 so that you can run them through the MMU, which you can download in the show notes so that you can ultimately ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Until next time, my brother, we got this.